0: Welcome to the Fit Chicks Chat Podcast, where we talk all things fitness, nutrition, and wellness for women, to help you live your healthiest and fiercest life, inside and out. And now, your hosts, Laura Jackson and Amanda Quinn. Hey
1: everyone, welcome to Fit Chicks Chat, I'm Amanda Quinn. And I'm Laura Jackson. And today's podcast is our Thursday podcast, so what that means is it is A business podcast. Boo-yeah, (laughs) boo-yeah. So what we are going to be talking about today is all about why you need to learn to repel certain people from your business so that you can start making more impact and more income. Yeah. And I know you're thinking right now, okay, but like the idea of being in business is not to repel people, it's to attract people, Amanda. Like why am I trying to repel people from my business? And so really the simple answer is it's all about niche marketing. One of the biggest problems that so many people have in business, especially with online businesses is that they are trying to attract everybody. So you hear it all the time, Laura. Like I know, I know you hear it too. Like with our clients, with our fitness and nutrition experts, students like our grads or like some of our um, online business builder lab students, like where they're like, but I want to help. Men and I want to help women, and I want to help children, and I want to help seniors, and I want to help dogs, and I want to help this, and I want to help everybody. I want to help anybody that will hear me out because my mission in life is to serve and to help people, right? Yes, and that's amazing that that is your like heart telling you that that is so important. And I couldn't agree with you more that like the more people we can impact in this world, the better. But the problem is, is that when you start going at it from a perspective of I want to help everybody. What happens is your messaging gets mixed up. It gets confusing. Your platform is not set in place. Like you are not seen as an expert in the area. So what we need to do is start niche marketing. So, We need to actually start looking at it from a niche perspective. So Laura, can you define what I mean? Can you explain to everyone what I mean by niche marketing? Well,
0: Okay, I want to explain this in kind of two different ways. So, like your niche is essentially it's your one specific kind of target audience that you are speaking to. So there's a couple of differences, like people will be like, oh, my niche is like let's say moms.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Okay, so I do postnatal fitness. Um, so moms who have had a baby, maybe a post-so okay, let's use that one. Postnatal fitness. It's very broad. Now, that still too is, it is a niche. It's a form of like, you're not just saying, Oh, I just train women who are pregnant and I train women who are not pregnant. And I train women who have not had a baby and had a baby and who do this, this, this. Yeah. So that's one kind of area of a niche, but to get really specific, we like to drill it down even further. So it's like, you know, i train women who have had babies, uh, who are postnatal. So you would want to say, okay, I train, let's say stay at home moms who have had a baby within the last like moms who are on mat leave who have had a baby within the last, you know, six months, um, how to, you know, get back into shape, deal with diastases, recti, um, you know, like whatever, like more and more niche. So the more niche you can be, the clearer it's going to be for the people who are hearing you to say like, yes, that's me. Like raise their hand and be like, yes, that's me. Um, now I want to preface this by saying one thing though. And this is a question that I get asked a lot. Mm -hmm. People are like, but I don't just want to train stay-at-home moms who are postnatal, who have only had a baby within the last year, because that will then limit me to what I can do. And my whole response to that is, that doesn't need to be your entire business. But if you are going to create a program, so for example, you might train women too. Maybe you are uh, a pre and postnatal specialist. Maybe you also do have clients who are prenatal. Maybe you also do have clients who are, you know, currently who are trying to have a baby, who are currently pregnant. Um, maybe that's kind of your specialty. But when we talk about niche marketing, it's it's really important, especially when it comes to your programs. So your business as a whole can target different areas.
1: So they should still speak. Your business should still speak to the same demographic.
0: Oh, totally. You don't want to be like, oh, I train, like, for example, I train, you know, men, women, kids, blah, 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 blah. But if that is something that you're so passionate about inside of you, that's okay, but you have to focus on one specific area and your programs have to be very clear about the specific problem they're solving for that specific niche. So even for us, for example, we have the fitness and nutrition expert program, which targets women who are not fitness instructors who want to become certified fitness um, and nutrition coaches and build amazing businesses. Okay. So it's more for women who do not want to work at a gym. They want to open their own business. They want to get certified. Do we still have women that take our program that want to work at a gym? Yes, but they're not our specific target. But then we also have our holistic nutrition weight loss expert program, which is for women who are either already certified or are just getting in the industry and they want to become nutrition and health coaches. So we are targeting two different things, but it's under the same umbrella of the niche is women who want to get certified to work in fitness and nutrition. So there, this is where I get that question a lot and it can be a little bit confusing because yeah, maybe the, you don't want to just talk about postnatal fitness for women, but you created a really amazing program that is going, that's going to be one section of it. But then maybe you do have something for women who are currently pregnant. You know what I mean? Like that, but you have to keep your messaging consistent and you have to have, um, especially around your specific programs. Like your niche has to be very specific around your programs.
1: Mm-hmm. No, for sure. That was a great explanation. Now, what about though? Like, and I just had a call actually with um, one of our students in our fitness and nutrition expert program, and they were like, okay, cool. Like, I, you know, I want to work with people that have anxiety. Then I also want to work with people that have depression. And then I want, and I want to work with both though. I don't want to not work with one or the other for my signature program. And my answer to them was like, Ugh. If in order for you to make the most impact, you have to choose one. And the reason why, and this is, I'm going to explain the reason why guys, the reason why repelling clients is actually going to help you make more impact. Because if you're messaging out there, if that was your goal was to work with people with anxiety or people with depression and your message to those people was, okay, one day you're sending an email to your list. That's like, here are five strategies for reducing anxiety naturally somebody who maybe has depression, but maybe they're not dealing with anxiety issues. They're going to be like, well, that doesn't relate to me at all. Yeah. And then the next day, say you send an email that's like, you know, about depression, like, and I'm just using general terms, but it's like five tips for reducing um, depression. Someone with anxiety might be like, but I don't relate to that. And then now they unfollow. And then what you're doing is you're actually repelling them on your own without actually having a focus. So it's like, You're repelling clients either way, but this way by repelling them by keeping focused on one area, you're actually able to strengthen that relationship with that group. And then you can eventually, you know, and my answer to her was exactly what you said. I said, like, you can work with just people with anxiety right now and develop this signature program and have this amazing program, but under the umbrella of your business, maybe after this one is up and running and you have this online program and the strategy is there and it's sort of like on evergreen or whatever and it's like it's set in stone, then maybe you develop a separate program specifically under your business umbrella that is like, you know, Amanda's health and wellness. And under that umbrella, you then develop a signature program specifically for people with depression. So then you can have two messages, but then you have to attract a different group with a different lead magnet, have a different list so you can talk to those people. You need to be able to separate it because if you don't, you're going to confuse them and you're going to repel them on your own anyways, but without actually attracting your ideal clients. Completely.
0: And it makes your life a lot easier too because- you know what you want to talk about. Like, you know, you have the premise of like every email you're going to send out, every piece of material you're going to create, every podcast you do, every Facebook post you do. Like if you're like, okay, am I talking to anxiety and depression? Then every day you're flipping back and forth. It makes your life. But when you're like, okay, I'm talking about how to naturally heal anxiety Mm -hmm. or how to naturally manage anxiety. So then you know every single post, every single conversation is around that. So it's going to really help you not not only attract the people, but you as a business owner. Because the thing is, guys, one thing we focus a lot about in the academy too is not just teaching you guys the how, we focus on you as a person because not only... It, are you involved in your business? You are your business, but yeah. also you're going to go through all these changes emotionally as you are building your business, as you are getting certified, as you're doing anything in life. And we understand that. That's the difference between, you know, I think one of the major differences between our academy versus a lot of other um, certification bodies out there is that it, there's such a personal growth aspect to it as well. Yeah. And we want to make sure that you're set up for success and you're not feeling like because building a business can be very overwhelming. It can feel very like you are like, you know what I mean? Like I'm all over the place. And so the things that will help you stay focused, not only are these the things that are going to get you results, but it's going to make your life and your stress levels a lot lower, a lot lower. Definitely. No, like this is what I want to talk about. The other thing that I want to say, this is like a super huge, like for me, I heard this last Mm -hmm. week and I literally had like this, uh aha, like, oh, and to do with business uh-huh. and it made me, well, I was to do with branding and it made me like, so I was just like, you know, when you hear things over and over again, but like you, when you hear them again, when you're
1: meant to hear them, it's like, it, yes,
0: like, it's like I could read the same book
1: at the click funnels. And he's talking about the hook story offer mentality, like of marketing. And I was like, I've heard this for like five years, yeah. <laughs> like four years, like over and over and over again. And I understood it, but the way he said it, I was like, Oh my gosh, I have to go and do this right now. I understand it to like a level that I never understood before. Yeah, it just hits you sometimes like a ton of really.
0: And it's like and also I think we're at different times we're ready to receive different information. Like sometimes Mm. we hear something we're not ready yet to receive it, or we don't know enough yet. Because like the other thing I wanna say before I tell you my my nugget, um (laughs) is that guys, if you're hearing this and you're like, oh my gosh, niche marketing, all this sounds overwhelming. I don't even know what she's talking about. It's freaking me out. Don't worry. All this stuff is learnable. Like Amanda and I are self-taught in the entire area of internet marketing. We've hired coaches. We've Googled, we've read, we listen to podcasts. Like it's not like we have an MBA from Harvard. It's not like we've learned all this stuff in business school. No, we, taught- if we did. It would be like obsolete probably now
1: anyways, cause it changes so much.
0: <laughs> no. And we went to, we did business courses. We went to school for business but literally like how long ago, 20 years ago. So when what we learned was I went to school for marketing and they talked about the idea of like buying ads in a magazine, which I don't even know if they still even sell ads in magazines, like buying a newspaper ad, (laughs) like who even does that? (laughs) (laughs) But but barely, and it won't be around much longer. And so anyway, so what we've done is we've learned it all on our own. So I just want you guys to know if you're hearing this before we keep going forward, please do not. If you're feeling overwhelmed, Please know that this is a learnable skill. Anything to do with internet marketing is a learnable skill. You just have to be open to learning about it. Okay, so niche marketing. If you just were like, "Oh, what does she mean? I just want to teach fitness." No, don't worry. But once you start to learn about these these things, it's going to change your life, change your business game, and make you successful. So that's why you need to learn about it. Yeah. But the nugget that I heard <laughs>
1: the, the
0: other the nugget that I heard the other day, which I was like, "Oh my god!" So we're talking about branding, and it was saying that there are two types of people that we want to work with, that anyone wants to work with. And it's either people who are like you or people you want to be like. And that for me was like the biggest because I know you and I've talked about um, in terms of even from a niche marketing perspective, what to talk about on social media. Because we always feel like we're like, you know, am I talking about, should I talk about fitness? Should I talk about nutrition? Should I be totally transparent and sharing behind the scenes? Should I be doing this? Like it's this whole idea of like, you know, we're still guys, we're still learning that game too. So don't worry if you're not feeling like you're hundred percent mastered it. But it was saying how, even when you're do, like talking about the idea of even when you're doing your personal branding is that people want to work with pe- people who are either like them or who they either want to be like. So you need to create that space so when it's your niche, for example, if you're dealing with someone with anxiety, they wanna know that you have either been in their spot or you have worked with people in their spot or you have overcome anxiety and they wanna be like you. And this for me was like a total like, oh my God, because it's like, and I mean, it's funny too because you and I have talked about this for years and years and years and years. Um, but not in this context. And I was like, oh my gosh. And that's what even the girl was saying. She's like, so even when, yes, you want to be transparent on social media, but you have to remember people have to feel like they are either like you when they're watching it or they want to be like you. So if you're doing stuff that people are like, I don't even get that. And I don't like, she looks ghetto. They're like, forget it do you know what I mean? Like, but for me, it was just like, oh my gosh. And from a programming perspective for my stu- for our students and for niche marketing, I was like, this is so, so think about that when you're creating your programming, like as you're delivering it and as you're delivering your messaging, what can I offer or what can I do that someone is going to be that I'm going to enjoy, like they're like me, I'm going to like working with them or that I am a little bit further ahead on that journey and I can help
1: them to really get there.
0: They will want to be like me. Yeah.
1: So I was like, when I heard that, I was like, no, it's so great, and like, be like me doesn't have to necessarily mean like they want to be like you, like emulate you. It's more like they no, want to get not the superficial position. shit. Like, no, yeah, that's what yeah. I mean. Like, it's like I want to be like you to like have the same outcome, the same transformation. I want to end up in like the same position as you because you. Well,
0: are- and that's the other thing. With there are two different types of people. There's the people when you covet someone else, and like that's where like the Kardashians and all that come in. When people are like watching, like I want to be like them. There's a yeah. difference between I want to, I want to be at the place that you're at. I want to have the relationship that you have. I want, and not saying like, I want to be with your partner, but I want to have it with my partner. I want to, you know, I want to move past my anxiety. I want to become a certified fitness professional. And you've done that successfully. It's not saying I want to be Laura Jackson. I want to look like her, have my hair, like her, wear her shirt. You know what I mean? Like, I want to, I want that outcome. And Mm -hmm. in business, you need that though. You need to present that there is the, the odds at the end of the road. There is the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow because if you don't, that's what people are buying. They're not buying that you put together a really great program on anxiety, right? Yeah.
1: No, 100%. I can't agree anymore. But yeah, like I think... It has to be, it has to be that part. You have to include that part for sure. And I think to going back to like the whole niche stuff too, like and this kind of ties into what you were just saying, like one of the other things that by getting specific about your niche that it's going to help you do is also figure out what you want to be known for. Totally. Like as an expert to have that, to have that sort of like stamp of like expertise in that one area. Because again, if you're trying to help everybody and you're trying to, I'm like, I work with seniors and I work with dogs and I work with children and I work with men and I work with women. You're not, you're just kind of known as like a fitness professional. And this is an area that so many, especially online um, professionals do wrong, for lack of a better word, or like lack in is that they're not focused enough. So then they get lost in that saturated market. I hear this all the time. How am I going to make any money in this industry? It's such a saturated marketplace. Yeah, it is. There's a ton of amazing health professionals out there, Mm -hmm. health fitness professionals. But the thing is, is that they're all doing that. They're all keeping it so that it's all general. It's not specific enough. So then you are kind of like you have to build something, make you stand out somehow, some way amongst that mass of people versus if you get very niche and very specific and you become known for that person as like, you are known as the um, professional who can help you deal with anxiety naturally. All of a sudden, it becomes so much more clear. It becomes so much easier for people to find you. It becomes so much easier for people to see that you are, that is your expertise and that is exactly what you can provide. That's the transformation you can provide versus I can provide a transformation for anxiety. I can provide a transformation for depression. I can provide a transformation for whatever, sleep issues or whatever. Like If you're trying to do it all, it gets really confusing. And then you don't have that, plat- um, that platform to stand on as an expert in that area. When you get niche, you then have that platform, that base, and then you can be known for one thing. So I always think like, Julie Stone talked about this. She's like, what do you want like? to like? It's almost like Google you. Like, how do you want to stand out? Like what, is, yeah. like, what is it that you want to be known for? So think about that from that perspective as you're trying to think of the niche market you want to get into. Start thinking about it from that perspective of like, what do I, if I was going to Google myself, what do I want to show up next to my name? Like, Amanda Quinn, expert in blah. And then that'll help you really identify the area as well, as well as thinking about the clients you want to work with and who you can help. But like, that'll really help you kind of figure out the piece of like the expertise level.
0: Completely. And that's one thing that like we're in a really interesting time because we all do have access to such a massive platform. Like anyone can grab their phone and build a massive following starting tomorrow and have a huge impact or a huge voice in this world. Whereas before there was a very select few and we were only getting a certain amount of people's opinions and all these things. But like, that's the one thing though, guys, like as Amanda's saying it, like you have to start to figure out what is going to make you stand out because, and that will come from, first of all, your niche, and then you can figure out what your voice is going to be within that niche. But because there are, there, it is a saturated market, but it's not every industry that is saturated. I actually look at it like this, an industry that's saturated means that there is a need there because it's busy it means there's okay. a lot of business, right? It's a billion dollar
1: industry, the health and wellness field. The
0: like weight it's, loss it's, industry it's, is a $66 billion industry in, in the US alone, $66 yeah. billion. Dollars.
1: And it's an industry that never, ever like will go away. Like, it never goes away. And like, even during like our recessions and things like that, people still invest in it because it's the one area that like people know they need to invest in is their yeah. health. So it's, um, yeah, it is saturated because there is a need for it. I agree. What I meant by saturation is more just like that you get lost in the shuffle. If you don't niche market, if you don't have a specific audience. Speaking to and you're just trying to speak to everybody you're like but I just want any clients I don't want to repel anybody I just want to have any clients that I can help it's like but but it's also like real
0: talk guys like you need to get out of your mindset that this is a saturated market because that's also a limiting belief that's a limiting belief that is your self-doubt making you not move forwards but the one thing though is you do have to figure out what will make you stand out within that niche market and that's why the more you can niche the better because for example Like there are people out there who have huge followings who don't even have certifications who are on like Instagram and things like that, Mm -hmm. but they figured out their niche. They figured out who they're speaking to. So if like you are a fitness professional, let's say Emily Sky, who she does like getting your, your body back after baby. Like that's her. So her whole following is moms. And like, she knows who her niche is. She knows who she's using it for. Um, so like, that's a really good example too, of understanding like the power of niche marketing. So it doesn't mean I'm not saying that endless guy is not a great fitness professional, but there's a lot of people out there who don't even have certifications who are selling fitness products and doing fitness things and doing these things because they've, tapped into the power of understanding their niche. They understand who they are as a brand, they understand who they're talking to, who wants to be like them, and who also is like them, right? So for you guys, like, think about it in the sense of as you're trying to figure out your niche, think about who you would like to work with. like Not just who you want to have as your, like what you want to be known for, because it has to be authentic to you. And this is something, I actually had this conversation with a student not long ago, she's like, well, I really want to be known for, you know, working with women with eating disorders. And I was like, okay. I was like, so tell me a little bit about what is your experience, your personal experience in life with working with, or with eating disorders and with, and she's like, well, I just think it would, it would be it's such an area we need help with. And I was like, to be totally honest with you, I think that's great. And I do think that once you have some clients and behind you, but like it is going to be very hard for you to build up your business without having like either that personal experience, that experience with family members, that experience already with clients. Um, and then of course, you know, because people who are going through that. They want to work with people who understand what they're going through. So it's kind of like, okay, use it as kind of your checks and balances too. Like, you know, me, well, is that really what I want to be? Or is that, am I saying that I want to be working with that niche? Cause I think that that's what needs the most help or where it could make the most money or whatnot. So try to find the things I always say to strengthen your story. always go back to your story. Like mm-hmm. for me, you know, I, I've, I've built with you a, you know, multi-million dollar fitness business. You know, we have built sold out online programs. We've had multiple huge launches. Like, guys, it hasn't always been like that. There's been a lot of blood and sweat and tears. We're going to do another podcast about that. But, um, you know, I can say to people, I can help you do this because I've done that. And then, you know what I mean? So it's like going going back to your story. Like even for me, I talk a lot about my personal, um, battle with an eating disorder. So when I can talk to clients who've gone through it, I can understand what they're going through. And I'm not saying you have to have an eating disorder, but whether it was like someone with your family or some sort of personal story, because that will build that connection. Agreed you that You need that with your niche.
1: Agreed, 100%. So just to wrap this up, I just want to go back to the whole idea of, but I still just feel fearful of repelling clients because what if there isn't? And someone asked me this the other day. I said, what if there isn't enough people that would need my oh help? Oh my gosh. <laughs> it, like in my niche. And I just want like, it's funny when I was having the call, I actually Googled on my phone. I pulled up my phone and I Googled while I was talking to them. I was like, okay, so you want to focus on this one area just in the United States alone, based on stats, based on these stats, there are over X amount of million. I think it was like 8.1 million people that have um, been clinically diagnosed with this. And she was like, oh, and I was like, so if you don't think that 8.1 million people is enough people for you to work with and you want more, that's just the U S so you're cool. You're fine. Cause globally, I'm sure it's going to be, you know, a hundred times that. Yeah. So I'm like, I wouldn't be too concerned about the number of people. So when you think about, but I don't want to repel people, I'm nervous because then if I'm saying no to clients, like we have men that have reached out to us guys that are like, I want to take your program. And we're like, no, I'm sorry. That's not our, you're not like you're not our market and it's not because we don't love working with men or anything else, but that's not our market. That's not who we speak to. That's not who we've developed our programs for. We've developed all of our certification programs specifically for women because we talk about, um, you know, certain areas. And we also understand that women are, more like emotion based with certain things. And we want it to be more of a free space for women to really talk about a lot of things that come up
0: throughout and just the side program. I know that too, though yeah. we, that's who we want to work with. That's who yeah.
1: fires us up. I was going to say,
0: yeah, I tried, I fi- have tried training men before and it was like the most awkward experience for me because it's not, it's not what my heart, my calling is. You know what I mean? Like I love working with women. I relate to women. I, my passion is to help lift women up, get them unstuck. Yeah in their health, in their business and all of those things. And I know that, but you know, on, and just to go back a little side note story, which I was going to talk about on another podcast too, but like we've even been told by, we almost had someone like, well, someone did tell us that we should open a uh, men's side called fit dudes. Yeah. Uh, there was another word too that he said that was very inappropriate. Derogatory. Think yeah. about chicks. What would you say if you were going to do the male version? Anyways, um, yeah. So we were just like, but this was a, a large investor. We had gotten a deal on the dragon's den. We were going through due diligence and this was at the point where we were being told, you know, this is what you need to do to grow your business and blah, blah, blah. And for a moment, we considered it. We did consider it. We talked about it. We were like, but oh, I'm like, this is not what, like, we're like, this is not what we want to do. This
1: is not who we want to work with. This is not the purpose of our I don't. Our we didn't actually say we would ever go with men. We said we would look at Um, They wanted uh, us to also open it up to pregnant women and all that kind of, and that was against what we were doing too, because we just felt like it was too high risk for our comfort. And it wasn't that pregnancy is high risk. It was just more of like for for us, for our comfort level, again, just knowing that there is certain care that is required for prenatal. We just didn't want to go that route and put any risk. Like that was just like our personal decision on our part,
0: but it was very much like somebody else trying to
1: tell you what you think
0: you need to be doing. And Mm -hmm. really that's where it's like, if you, if you're feeling unsure or fearful about, just, just do the work. First of all, just sit down and think about who you really want to work with, who you can really help. Think about your story. Think about how you could take someone through a transformation. And then, you know what guys, there are so many clients out there. It is insane. Like it is insane. Yeah. There are so many people out there who need help. There are so many people out there who, you know, even when you have a hundred people let's say in your program and you think that sounds like a lot of people, when you think that in all of Canada, there's 35 million people in the state of California, there's 35 million people, much less the rest of the U S 100 people is a drop in the pan. Like you could find a lot more people who are like that.
1: Yeah. So don't worry about that. Exactly. So don't let the idea of repelling clients hold you back because the, the reality is, again, like I said earlier, the reality is, is that if you are general marketing, if you're marketing generalization of, I work with men, women, dogs, I work with people with anxiety, with depression, with sleep problems, this and that, you're already repelling them on your own. Yeah. Because but what you're doing is you're repelling them without attracting anyone because you are constantly changing your messaging and changing the information. So instead look at a way that you can get really focused, get really niche, get really specific, and then actually just start to begin to attract your ideal client and develop your platform as an, expertise in, as an expert in that specific area so that you can keep making more impact and more income. All right. On that note, guys, we are going to wrap this up. Um, so thank you so much for listening. And of course, if you are interested in continuing to develop your business and you want to learn more, um, we invite you to join our Facebook group. Laura, where can they find our Facebook group? It's uh, on
0: Facebook, it's Fitchix Academy Online Biz Builders. So you can search the group uh, or it's called Build Your Online Fitness and Nutrition Biz with Fitchix. So yes. Fitchix Academy Online Biz Builders, if you search that, you should find it. If not, Build Your Online Fitness and Nutrition Biz
1: with Fitchix Academy. And that is where you can join us, where we do weekly coaching calls. We dive in there all the time, do lots of Q and A's, answer questions. And we just want to help you get further along with your online business. So we look forward to having you join us there. And then of course, if you're interested in learning more about any of our certification programs, make sure you check us out at Um, And we actually have our holistic nutrition weight loss expert program starting on May 7th. We'd love to have you join us. If you want to learn more about that, make sure you check it out there. If you want to get more certifications and get more specific in the